everybody. Saturday night, and we are live. Welcome to Christian Television Network. Started Facebook late tonight on purpose so they don't ban us. If you're wondering why we didn't have our usual countdown, we think we're, they're using an excuse to ban us for our countdown music, which we have purchased, but that's them. All right, 55 Minutes of Fury, so we got to hop right into it tonight. Josh Hawley tweet. This is big news right here, big news. Now we know the 2016 Clinton campaign was a criminal enterprise. We've known that for a long time. Paying tech executives to infiltrate. Everybody heard that now. The Clinton campaign was paying tech executives to infiltrate Trump, Trump servers. This is from John Durham. This is from the special attorney, the special prosecutor, to infiltrate Trump servers and the White House. Time for someone to go to jail. Go to the next one for me, Will. Brick, Brooke Singman. New, this is the specifics. Lawyers for the Clinton campaign, Mark Elias namely, paid a tech company to infiltrate servers belonging to Trump Tower. Mark Elias, who met with, remember, leave this up, Brad Raffensberger, the Secretary of State for Georgia, and arranged the impossible vote vetoing process that caused Trump to lose Georgia. Otherwise, it never would happen. Same Mark Elias is doing all this. They all know each other. Brad Raffensperger is corrupt. Mark Elias from Perkins Coie is corrupt. Hillary Clinton, of course, is corrupt. James Comey is corrupt. James Clapper's corrupt. Uh, John Brennan's corrupt. Uh, Andrew McCabe and numerous others are corrupt. Paid a tech company to infiltrate servers belonging to Trump Tower and later the White House in order to establish an, an inference. That all they were trying to do was dig up information to establish a false narrative, to establish an inference and narrative to bring government agent government agencies linking Trump to Russia. Special counsel John Durham says, here's the is K Fenton video te from Technofog. Why did they risk? Play it for me. And these people will stop at nothing. And yes, the Russians helped them last time. The Russians are <laughs> helping them now. And you cover mm -hmm. the White House. You know that the White House has said, don't brief the Congress. Don't even tell them in classified settings what the Russians are doing this time. There she is, still blaming Russia, of course. And of course, she has Bill in the background to grunt. Uh, uh. This is exactly what happened. And, and by the way, this is what I've been talking about since really March of 2020. None of these people need to be let loose. None of this needs to be, well, you know what? Let the past be the past. Let bygones be bygones. Absolutely not. Because you see, if it was an actual bygone where these people did one corrupt thing many years ago, that's one thing. The corruption never starts, never stops with the globalist left. It never stops. It will never stop until you actually deal with them. Clarence Thomas should have sued Anita Hill for defamation of character because later on, of course, you had Christine Blasey Ford do the exact same thing to Brett Kavanaugh and being the gutless wonder that Brett Kavanaugh is, he did absolutely nothing. To, he needed to sue Christine Bobby, Blasey Ford for defamation of his character, but of course he didn't. So the very next conservative nominee for the Supreme Court will have the exact same thing happen to them. Lest Satan should take advantage of us. 
for we are not ignorant of his devices. 2 Corinthians 2.11, it'll be the exact same demonic attacks over and over and over again until you make these people go under oath and answer for what they've done. Fauci needs to answer for what he's done. Francis Collins needs to answer for what he's done. Ralph Barrick from UNC needs to answer for what he's done. Bill Gates needs to answer for what he's done. Over and over and over again, we could go. They all, Deborah Burks needs to answer for what she's done. All of these people, the, uh, Joe Biden needs to answer for what he's done for killing people. How did he kill people? He denied monoclonal therapies. He denied, he denied ivermectin. He denied hydroxychloroquine, all of which have been proven to save lives. In other words, many, many, many thousands of people have died because Joe Biden denied monoclonal therapies and ivermectin. Why? So that you were forced onto his vaccines, forced onto remdesivir, which does nothing but cause organ failure and fill your lungs full of fluid. He killed thousands upon thousands of people so that drug companies could profit, so that China could profit. Joe Biden, who has recently received $31 million, him and Hunter from, from China, $1.5 billion in 2014 from China. At the All of these people, they need to answer for what they've done under oath. If they didn't do anything wrong, Absolutely no problem whatsoever. Pfizer needs to answer under oath. Moderna needs to answer under oath. Pfizer's having to do it right now. Pfizer wants to suppress the information that led to their vaccine, all of their studies that led to their vaccine. They want to suppress it for 75 years. They're losing one court battle after another. They're not actually the ones in court. It's the FDA that's suing on behalf of Pfizer. Rochelle Walensky, she's the CDC, but the FDA needs to answer under oath. Rochelle Walensky needs to answer under oath for what they've done because because people have died because of them. They need to answer for what they've done under oath, both criminally and civilly. Why is it that you continued to put kids in masks when the suicide rate was skyrocketing? Why did you do that? Because you wanted people to make sure they lined up with the globalist leftist narrative, the globalist leftist vaccine and COVID orthodoxy, where you must pledge your allegiance to the globalist orthodoxy via wearing a mask and via getting vaccinated. If you don't do that, of course, it leads, it do, you can't get to the end. End game. The end game, of course, is the vaccine passport. That's what it's been about from day one. Revelation 13, 16 through 18, that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Tom, you do this every podcast. That is correct because starting in, in March of 2020, that's what it was about from day one. All you COVID caving Christians, COVID caving pastors, COVID caving conservatives, you didn't see it, but many of us did. That's what it's been about from day one to get us to that place it was never about your health the vaccines were never about stopping transmission it was always about getting you qr coded so they can mark all of your movements subjugate you dominate you mark you separate you isolate you track your movements to make money that's what it's been about from day one all of you christians that are still holding on to your virtue, saying we did it to be a good neighbor and a community partner. We did it to be loving. We did it so we wouldn't offend anybody. We did it to keep people safe. You are still abiding in bold-faced demonic lies that have absolutely no precedence in science whatsoever. Di I digress a little bit here, but we, it's the same thing. 
whether it's Fauci or whether it's Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton needs to answer for her 30,000 deleted emails that were actually government evidence. It was a crime for her to, for her to delete all those, all those emails because they were actually subpoenaed by the Congress and she deleted them after they were subpoenaed. She needs to answer for all of that. She needs to answer why she was talking, why her, what, of course, here's you know, the, the order of things. She hired Perkins Cooley which hired Fusion GPS, which hired Christopher Steele. And Christopher Steele was using open source data, basically pulling things off the internet and just making things up and talking to Russian sources. They're accusing of Donald Trump of colluding with Russia to win the 2016 campaign while they themselves were colluding with Russia to dig up dirt against Donald J. Trump, which, by the way, Barack Obama knew all about and was briefed about and did absolutely nothing and maybe was a part of it. Remember, these people on the left, the globalist left, it's bigger than the Democratic Party. You can hate the Democrats all you want. You can do all, and you know, many of the people that are jumping on board now, all the COVID caving clergy, COVID caving pastors, COVID caving Christian leaders all can't stand Joe Biden. Well, you know what? The reason why Joe Biden is in office is because you lended your credibility to COVID-19. You said, you know what? They're right about COVID-19. It is the second coming of the black plague. Therefore, we can't vote in person. So you opened the door to a fraudulent election. And now you're like, you know, we can't stand Joe Biden. It's way bigger than Joe Biden. How you couldn't see that. The reason why you couldn't see it is because you walked away from the Bible many years ago, COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving pastors. You walked away from the Bible years ago, and you have no idea what even to look for. You are the 10 virgins without any oil in your lamps. You have no idea what you're looking at. And even to this day, you're still preaching useless messages while the QR-coded mark of the beast is political throughout the globe. And let me be clear. I'm not saying we've reached the mark of the beast yet, but we certainly are. The, the skids have certainly been greased for it when you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR-coded vaccine passport in Israel, Australia, Canada, the entire European Union, New York City, and no, numerous other locations in North America. But yet, what are you preaching about tomorrow? Some useless thing because you do not even know anymore what's in the Bible. Your enlightenment has been darkened and you must repent. You must start with these three words. I was wrong. You must do it now. But all of these people, whoever, however long it goes back, all the way through the Trump administration, they must be held to account. The very people that were the purveyors of the collusion hoax must be held to account Period. Here's Trump. Play it for me, Will. We have it documented. We have it in texts. We have it in all sorts of forms. They knew about it. It was a terrible thing. Should have never happened and should never be allowed to happen again to a president. This should never happen again. This was a setup like we've never seen. I think it's a political crime of the century. And they've been caught. So let's see what happens to them all. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. He was right the entire time. He said he was spied on even before he entered the White House. He was. They hired tech companies. They hired tech employees that were actually doing another research project, used the license to do that, not an official license, but they used it as license to go into Trump's own computers and try to dig up dirt against him. Of course, they never could find anything. Robert Mueller couldn't find anything. The FBI couldn't find anything. No, the congressional hearings couldn't find anything because Trump did not collude with Russia. Hillary Clinton did via Mark Elias, via Perkins Coie, via Fusion GPS, via Christopher Steele. That's exactly 
what happened, and there's numerous other players. Someday we'll break it all down. I also have an expose ready to go on China and, and Biden, which is fascinating. MRC TV video switching over to Vax companies now, breaking. Pfizer has, has withdrawn application to the FDA for authorization on COVID vaccines for kids under five due to not enough data. Play it for me. The company has withdrawn its application to the FDA for authorization on COVID vaccinations for kids under five, the last age group unprotected against the virus. The company said that it did not have enough data on their two-dose regimen to recommend it for young kids and needs more data on a three-dose vaccine. Now, this is a major reversal for the company and for the messaging out of the CDC and the Biden White House. I love the verbiage of the mainstream media, the last grouping of people that are unprotected via the vaccine, unprotected from zero to 14 years of age in the UK. Zero kids died of COVID. Zero kids died of COVID in the UK. That's an absolute fact. It's from the UK Department of Statistics. Zero kids died exclusively of COVID, and they want to vaccinate these kids from zero to five. And you have to ask yourself why this is. Pfizer has withdrawn its application to the FDA for authorization of COVID vaccines. Why is that exactly? People think it's because that they're, they're studying, their, their study has failed. I don't believe that's the case. I believe what they're actually doing is they're actually holding off. They're actually, they're actually, because what, the, what they want to do is get everybody vaccinated from 5 to 12 first. And then once everybody's vaccinated from 5 to 12, then they go from 0 to 6 months to 5. Right now, they hold back right now. Because if they don't hold back right now, all these kids will continue to get vaccinated from 6 months to 12 years of age. You're like, Tom, what are you talking about? Remember, the whole idea is for them to hold on to a permanent EUA. The EUA for adults will run out. It has to run out. The emergency use, use authorization, it will run out. But as long as you are vaccinating kids, the EUA lasts. Even though it runs out, it lasts in perpetuity. That means they, if they hold off now, as soon as they're done vaccinating all the 5 to 12-year-olds, then they can say, oh, you know what? Suddenly, our, our, our VAX program is broken through, and now our VAX program is great from 6 to 5. That's my opinion. You can take it or leave it. That's what I think they're trying to do is endlessly string out the EUA because as long as you're vaccinating kids, you, get, you have no liability. That's the emergency use authorization that has lasted now for way too long. Nobody can sue. No matter what happens, people who have lost loved ones, people who are now permanently infirmed, they cannot sue Pfizer or Moderna because they are under an emergency use authorization. As long as you are vaccinating kids, your emergency use authorization, even though it runs out, as long as you're vaccinating kids, it goes and cut grandfathers your next layer of vaccines in. As long as you're vaccinating kids, that's absolute fact. You can pull it up, and I believe that's what they're doing here, but that's strictly my opinion. Real Developments tweet. Pfizer pulled application India. Strange things going on right now. I wonder if they're reading the tea leaves. The other side of it, are they terrified of getting sued? Why? Indian, regu Indian regulators demanded they do a local independently monitored trial. Not suspicious at all. So Indian officials are saying, you know what? We want your, we want your vaccine actually tried. You're like, Tom, hasn't it been tried? No, they didn't. They, as soon as they got their EUA, they stopped their trials and vaccinated their control group. So you didn't have a group of vaxxed versus unvaxxed for them to actually compare and contrast to because as soon as they got the EUA, they canceled their control group, the group that was not receiving the vaccine, and they vaccinated them all. So wonder why they did that? Because then there is no group 
There's a little bit of data before that happened, but after that happened, there is no data because there is no control group. India is saying, you know what? We want a control group. We want what is called a controlled study, but they're not doing it. So Pfizer says, you know what? We're out. And I, well, uh, Pfizer pulled Vax application. They said, we're done. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. I think it's COVID-84. Nothing to see here. Business as usual. Moderna CEO just dumped 400 CEO, the CEO of the company, Moderna CEO just dumped $400 million in stock and deleted his Twitter account. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here, folks, writes COVID-1984. Nothing to see business as usual. Really? Are they starting to see the tea leaves? Are they starting to see things turn? Yeah, the comedian. I didn't show it because I didn't think it was right to show it. The comedian who, who passed out on stage after receiving her, th her third her booster shot from Moderna, she'd gotten twice vaxxed by uh, Pfizer and then got the Moderna booster and she passed out on stage. You're seeing all the deaths. They cannot hide all the deaths forever. It's going to come out. Those of you who have received the vaccine that are watching this right now, it does not mean that your life is over, that you'll even be infirm forever. You need, to be, you need to receive prayer though. That vax needs to be pulled out of your body and any damage that is done, be healed. Pray that with me right now. For all those who have received the vaccines, place your hand on whatever screen you're watching this on, and let's pray over you right now. Lord, we pray over each and every one of these individuals. We love them. We want them to be well. We want them to be physically redeemed. And for each and every one of them, we pray right now. Holy Spirit, leech out that vaccine out of every four corner of their body in Jesus' name, and we receive healing for any damage that is done. We receive all of this to occur right now in Jesus name. There you go. And stand in that in Jesus name and you're going to be absolutely fine. The vax is not the mark of the beast. It is absolutely not. The vaccine passport is not the mark of the beast because it's not on your right hand or on your forehead. The Bible is easy. COVID-1984 video. Bombshell from Malone. Play it for me. This is about political warfare and information warfare. Full stop. And all of this chatter that many have have um, bought into that this is about culture wars or it's about vaccines. No, it's not. It's about power and money. You know, it's about Spotify's market cap dropping. So fascinating point is that the major owner of Spotify, the top owner of Spotify is also the top owner of Moderna. Yes. Okay. So um, it's we we have to kind of get out of the frame of reference that we're being that's being pitched to us that this is about culture wars because it's about way more than culture wars it's about power and money and culture wars is a nice easy way to divide us against ourselves right just an interesting tidbit of information there the very people that are trying to ban joe rogan because he had robert malone on because he had peter mcauliffe on because he actually shares different viewpoints i don't agree with a lot of people that go on rogan and i agree with a lot of people that go on rogan it goes it goes either way it's an open forum it's not it's an it's an actual platform not a publisher that's the whole idea of having a platform but it's funny though the very people that own, are the major owners of Spotify are the major owners of Moderna. 
I've been telling you this. Oh, it's right-wing conspiracy. It's not right-wing conspiracy, folks. You need to stop. Every every right-wing conspiracy over the last 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve has turned out to be true. I'm not talking about QAnon bullcrap. I'm talking about every right-wing conspiracy. It came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's a manufactured virus. That was fact. You had banned off of Facebook for saying it. Natural immunity is seven times better than vaccine immunity. Banned off of Facebook for saying it. It turns out to be absolutely true. The vaccines are killing people. It's absolutely true. It doesn't, listen, it, it, every single right-wing conspiracy that's been proffered over the last 23 months and 15 days to flatten the curve has turned out to be absolutely true. Every, masks do nothing. Remember that one? Banned off of Facebook for that. Absolutely true. Masks do absolutely nothing. Here's the Bears report, which may be why all these vaccine companies are starting to run. Because here it is. Now, this, of course, I'm going to explain this briefly. What you're seeing here is a small vein. The, the, the Bears report is actually put up by the corrupt Rochelle Walensky CDC. You cannot believe these numbers. When, they, when, they, when you see 23,000 deaths, it's way higher than that. This is actually one vein of 11 veins that feeds the Bears report. 10 out of the 11 veins are blocked by the CDC. The Harvard study, the bastion of right-wing conspiracy theory, I mean right-wing, uh, the bastion of right-wing uh, politics, uh, Harvard, put out and said, you know what, only 1%, 1%, of the actual vaccine adverse effects are reaching the CDC's VAERS report. Only 1%. So who knows what these numbers actually are? And remember, that's coming from Harvard. Hardly a bastion of right-wing conservatism, right? So that came from the Harvard study. But this one, the 23,000 Americans dead from the vaccine. 23,000 dead from the vaccination. I wonder why it is that Pfizer appears to be backing off and why Moderna's CEO, chief executive officer, sold his $400 million worth of stock and deleted his Twitter account. Could it be this? And remember the Thomas Rents lawsuit. Thomas Rents also involved with releasing the information of the lawsuit coming out of the DOD with the three... Three doctors, three whistleblower doctors now joined by over 100 more doctors from the DOD that are claiming 300% increase in heart attacks, 300% increase in miscarriages, 1,000% increase in neuro, uh, neurological disorders, and on and on we could go. It's all 200% increases all in one year on average from comparing 16 through 20 to 2021. So here you go. This may be why it is. But remember, this is only one vein. There's 10 more veins. Thomas Rents' lawsuit is alleging a minimum of another 45,000 uh, vaccine deaths that aren't reported on, on the VAERS report, are not reported on the VAERS report at all. He's alleging that in, a, in another lawsuit with a, with a whistleblower with a signed affidavit that there's actually at least another 45,000 deaths. So you're, you're starting to etch up close to 70,000 deaths. And again, that would be just another single vein. People don't realize how huge America is. 350, they say 330 million. We have way, way more than that. 330 to 400 million people live in America. 23,000 deaths. If it was 10 times that, even 10 times that, think about it. We, you wouldn't, that wouldn't register. Really, what's, they, they claim that there's been 900,000 COVID deaths. That's absolutely fraudulent. But you've never seen any body wagons around. It's not like the, the bubonic plague where 50 to 75% of the population died. Not even those infected because that many people were infected. 
everybody who got who got the black plague died. You don't see it. They used to have to drive by everybody's house every day asking for bodies. You've never seen it. So you might be thinking, it can't be that a million Americans have died of the vaccine. How do you know that? How, how, I think about it. How would you know that? If you're like me and you're living right here in Inglewood, Florida, how would you know what's happening in Chicago? You'd have no idea. You'd be depending on government entities releasing data. We have no idea, but it will come out. Lord, we pray that you release it all. Bring it to the light in Jesus' mighty name. All right, go to the next one for me. Gillian McKee tweet. What on earth is in store next? Brits urge to to get HIV tests as heterosexual diagnosis higher for the first time in a decade. And again, this is one of those things. HIV in the military in the United States is up 269%. And remember that study, that's the Thomas Rents lawsuit. The study is averaging numbers from 2016 to 2020. And suddenly in 2021, HIV cases in the military went up 269% in one year. And here you have Great Britain has the highest heterosexual HIV rate in a decade. What on earth is going on? Aaron Elizabeth Heath Nut News video, 50 million doses of vaccine recalled. Play it for me. Really wanted for Christmas was a local vaccine, but... The University of Queensland vaccine um, will not be able to proceed. 50 million planned doses scrapped after triggering false positive results for HIV. As in science, things don't always go right. It's certainly a tough day for the, for the team. The UQ vaccine applied a molecular clamp closing the coronavirus spikes using an HIV protein which falsely triggered infection markers. Everybody who had the vaccine uh, did show some level of false positive result. One of them, Mel Stott. I can totally understand where they're coming from, but I still have no concerns about my health or anybody else's health. The vaccine was proving effective in trials and the participants were at no risk, but... The risk to vaccine confidence was the principal issue here. Vaccine expert Professor Nikolai Petrovsky says he raised the alarm early. Our feeling was it, it, it was too experimental a technology to be rolled out. No warnings were ignored at all. Professor Murphy says the risk of false positives was always known but considered small. Unfortunately, it just became a bigger problem than anyone had anticipated. Of course, this is speculation, but we have to ask ourselves, why is Omicron a, vac- why is Omicron a pandemic of the vaccinated? Why, why is it that everybody who's severely ill with Omicron on a statistical basis, of course there are exceptions, why is it that they're the vaccinated? Could it be HIV means that your, your immune system is extremely compromised? And that's been, ex- that's been the assertion, right-wing conspiracy from day one about mRNA vaccinations is that they suppress on Vax1, suppress a certain amount of your, or ruin a certain amount of your immune system. Vax2, ruin another percentage, uh, percentage, and on the booster basically eliminate you from having an immune system. And now those studies are starting to come out in the UK where they're showing extreme adverse effects for those with one booster after another. Remember, they've slated your kids on the current schedule to receive 900 vaccinations in their lifetime. And they're starting, the studies are starting to come out in the UK where some Scientists are starting to say that permanent use of boosters ruins your immune system. Good. Now, why would somebody test positive for HIV after taking these vaccinations? Why is it that you have the highest heterosexual HIV rate 
for in a decade in the UK. When what do you have in common suddenly in 2021 that you didn't have in 20, that you didn't have in 19, didn't have in 18? Suddenly you have everybody receiving an mRNA vaccination twice and then boosted which everybody on my side of the argument says that it will ruin your immune system and they can't even fight off what is a common cold. Remember, the coronavirus is a common cold. It is. It may be worse for certain age groups than for the obese. However, it is a common cold, which we never, in all of your life, I'm 53 years old, there was never a vaccine for a common cold. And suddenly, in one year, they come up with a vaccination for a common cold that makes you have to get vaccinated to be able to buy, sell, trade, or travel. Funny how that all worked out, isn't it? As the book of Revelation unfolds in front of a blind church. But here's the thing. So that was, suddenly they come up with it. And everybody from my side of the aisle has said from day one that it will adversely affect and, pro and, and potentially in deadly fashion your immune system. And these people can't even fight off an Omicron variant. South Africa, where allegedly Omicron originated, only about 27% of their population is vaccinated. They had absolutely no problem with Omicron and it disappeared out of their country. But it rages in Israel, it rages in Germany, in Canada, in the United States with a 70 plus percent vaccinated population. Why is that, I wonder? Why is it that 90%, 75%, 75% respectively, Israel, UK, Australia, of their COVID hospitalizations are fully vaxxed people? Why is that? Why is it that every single news uh, press conference that those dorks in Australia come out and they say, you know what, 10 people died of COVID yesterday, 10 out of 10 million, but that's beside the point. Nine out of 10 were, total, were, were, were double vaxxed. Nine out, every, I'm telling you, pull them up. Pull them up, pull up. What, prime Minister, uh, you know, not Prime Minister, but whatever they're, I can't remember, Premier, that's the title. Premier of Victoria. Premier of, of New South Wales. Premier of Western Australia. Pull them up. Pull up their news conferences, and they will read you the statistics. They don't do that in the United States. Sadly, Australia is more honest than the United States about their statistical health data. But they read them, and it's 9 out of 10 fully vaccinated. 9 out of 10 COVID deaths fully vaccinated every single time, without exception. You can ask my staff. I've got 500 of their videos. It is the same thing every single time from, from the horse's mouth. All right, here's Prime. Now, here, this, this section here that we're going we're gonna to camp in for a couple minutes. I call, this, I call this section of the show, why? Why is it that suddenly all of these globalist leftists and don't believe like Boris Johnson calls himself a member of the UK's conservative party he is nothing, he is nothing but a Klaus Schwab, nothing but a Klaus Schwab globalist leftist. Understand that. But why is it that suddenly all of these leftists are pulling down their COVID mandates? Why, why are they wanting to pull back masks? Why are they not doing lockdowns and quarantines? Why, are, why is it? Let's delve deep into that. Play the first one for me. Mr. Speaker, I can tell the House today that it is my intention to return on the first day after the half-term recess to present our strategy for living with COVID. Provided the current encouraging trends in the data continue, it is my expectation that we will be able to end the last domestic restrictions including the legal requirement to self-isolate if you test positive a full month early, Mr. Yeah. Speaker. There you go, back to me. So there you go. Now, why is he doing it? Go to Ian Miller for me. Several weeks ago, Virginia's new governor ended school mask mandates to a firestorm of media criticism. So let's just leave this up, Will. So why is it that Boris Johnson would pull his, pull his mandates down? Why would he do that?
Why, why are different absolute leftist, globalist, uh, COVID tyrants suddenly relinquishing? You have New York's Kathy Hochul. She, she said the masks are no longer mandated for anybody but kids. So only the kids have to wear masks. New Jersey, same thing. Michigan, same thing. All of these COVID tyrants suddenly are pulling back all of their COVID mandates. Why are they doing that? Because they're actually seeing people like Glenn Youngkin here. Several weeks ago, Virginia's new governor ended school mask mandates to a firestorm of media criticism. Since the mandates were lifted, cases among those age 0 to 19 are down 56%. And if you look at any other Ian Miller graph that we put up, whenever masks are reinstituted, mask mandates are reinstituted, vaccine mandates are reinstituted or instituted, the case rate skyrockets. I wonder if the media will be updating their stories to acknowledge that he was right. Now, this is why. Now, why are they doing it? Is it because they want to be like Glenn Youngkin? They want to be like Rhonda? Absolutely not. They have an election coming up. That's the only reason why. They have to get some space. They have to give people who are hooked, they have to let them run on the reel for a while. They've got to give them space so that they can start claiming different things that are not true, like they're, like they're mass tyrants. They, because COVID is, pouring, is, is polling very poorly right now for the Democratic Party. So they're right now, listen, these things are not permanent, what they're doing. You know, they're, they're taking down, if you look, they always have a caveat. Even Boris Johnson, they always have a caveat. Since the cases are going down, we've been hearing that for the last 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. You know, while the case, they pull the mask off, then they put the mask back. They take the vaccine, I've seen this before numerous times, pull the vaccine mandates down, put them back up. They've done that in the UK several times. They always have the caveat of since the cases are going down, they're always going to go down and they're always going to go up because this is a PR, PR, uh, PCR test driven pandemic. We have never in the history, I've been saying this since March of 2020, we have never in the history of America or the, the, the world in, in general, the, you know, the, the first world, have we ever tracked a virus like this ever. If we tracked every flu and cold season like this, all of the people that are masking for COVID will be masking for common cold and flus too. All right, go to the next one for me. Here's Pritzker, one of the worst COVID tyrants in America, the governor of Illinois. Pritzker, among many, many Democratic governors, dropping mask mandates. Why is he doing that? Why exactly is he doing it? Because he's on an unwinnable ticket. It's not because suddenly he has compassion on those who are masked. Not at all. And he's known from day one, masks do nothing. He knows, Pritzker knows, Phil Murphy knows, Kathy Hochul knows, Gavin Newsom knows, Joe Biden knows, Kamala Harris knows. They all know, Jen Psaki knows, that masks do absolutely nothing. They are nothing but a sign of allegiance to the globalist, globalist COVID orthodoxy. And, the, and their COVID orthodoxy has nothing to do with COVID. It has to do with controlling you and getting you to the vaccine passport. Because the, once you get the vaccine passport, vaccines will be, you'll always have to get the vaccine, but the importance of it will be removed as it transitions into a social credit system where they can cut your bank account anytime they feel like it because you decide to vote for Donald Trump. Clarity tweet. Breaking, Minneapolis, St. Paul, one of the most leftist cities in America, are immediately lifting vaccine mandates for restaurants and bars. Why? Sudden change of heart? Has, has the science changed? 
Has the size of the, of the virus changed? Has it gotten bigger? Has it gotten smaller? Masks never did anything to begin with. Lockdowns never did anything to begin with. I'm talking about zero. When you locked down your church, it did absolutely nothing. It did nothing to suppress case, case rates. You did not save lives by wearing a mask. You did nothing but make a clown of yourself and become a liar when you put the mask on a lockdown saying that you were saving lives. You became a mouthpiece for the globalist left. You became a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party in America. You partnered, you actually partnered with the Antichrist spirit when you did those things. But why are they, why are they doing these things? Here's COVID-1984's opinion, play it for me. While it is great to see mandates and restrictions finally being rolled back in many places around the world, are we supposed to be thanking the government officials and the experts who initially imposed these restrictions on us in the first place, only then to allow us to have some of our freedoms back now. It's an honest question. So why now? Well, they say it's because the numbers are down and we all did such a great job obeying the restrictions and the mandates, and it proves that they work, right? So in other words, don't be surprised if and when they say it's time to reimpose them in the not too distant future. The timing is also curious when you consider that the nice weather is coming and people might be more inclined to attend a demonstration or a rally, perhaps. There's also some key elections coming up that, you know, maybe they want to relieve some of the pressure from the valve, so to speak, as people have grown tired of COVID-1984 and those who impose it. While lifting the restrictions and the mandates can and should be seen as a victory for freedom and for the people, make no mistake, this was also a major victory for the technocrats and the social engineers who have successfully turned two weeks to flatten the curve into two years. To me, Will, there you go. So this, I love one thing they said here. They'll, they use, what they'll use as an excuse is, you know what, everybody has been such good little boys and girls with their masks, with their vaccines, with their lockdowns, with their quarantines, reporting to their COVID camps in Australia, whatever it may be. And this proves that, that it all works. Really, that it all works. Well, Joe Biden came in. Nobody, nobody, not one person, basically, statistically speaking, because he started in December of 2020. So statistically speaking, nobody had been vaccinated in America when Joe Biden took office. In, in, on January 20th of, tw of 2021. He mounted up 150,000 more deaths than Trump had in 2020. So how did it all work exactly? It never worked. And COVID-1984 is, of course, is saying that it did not work. But that's, that's what they say. They just proffer absolute lies. Nothing, nothing has worked at all. Not one thing has worked. I mean, they ju we just had the John Ho Johns Hopkins study which the mainstream media has completely ignored. John Hopkins Hospital, the hospital system of John, Johns Hopkins and their medical training center, their medical school, they came out and they had a study. And most of you already know this, but it showed that lockdowns did absolutely nothing. John Hopkins is far from a bastion of right-wing conspiracy theory. They're, John Hopkins is leftist. And they say lockdowns did absolutely nothing. But all of these liberal politicians, they're not liberalist, is, is, is too much of a break. They're globalist, globalist tyrants, globalist COVID tyrants. That's who they are. Bourgeois tyrants, people like Barack Obama and Bill Gates, they're globalist tyrants. And they'll say that their lockdowns work. There's absolutely no statistical data that would prove that at all. It's the, the data coming out of Johns Hopkins is, the lockdowns killed way more people than they saved. And they, Johns Hopkins, being the leftists that they are, are alleging that there was a very small amount of people that may have been saved via lockdown. 
but mostly they did not work at all. And vaccines are driving up COVID deaths, are driving up the variants. They're making variants happen. People are dying more since the vaccines. Look at the statistical data in America. Joe Biden has 150,000 more deaths in 2021 than, than Donald Trump had in 2020. Why? Because the vaccines ruined people's ability to fight off disease. It's absolutely true. Why, why is it? I gave you the stats earlier. Why are 90% of hospitalizations, remember their claim, Okay, these vaccines will stop all transmission. Okay, we admit they don't stop transmission or infection, but they'll stop you from getting seriously ill. They'll stop you from being hospitalized. They'll stop you from being dead, from, from dying of COVID. But why are all the hospitalizations in the UK and Israel fully vaccinated people? Because they have no immune system left. That's exactly what is happening. It's all bull-faced lies. Here's their motivation right here. Put up the next one for me. Sinking ship, Dan K. Eberhardt, sinking ship. Here's their motivation for suddenly pulling back their vac- their their the some some are pulling back vaccine mandates none in America are a few maybe in Canada by but they're pulling back their covid mandates sinking ship Biden's approval dives into uncharted territory for the first time in his presidency he's actually below 40% approval right now and it's only going to get worse. So what's happened is, is their polling data has said that COVID is not good for the Democratic Party. So suddenly they drop being lifesavers. Remember the, remember, remember all you COVID-caving Christians out there, you followed the Democratic Party into thinking that you were lifesavers by strapping on masks, taking vaccines, and locking yourself down and closing your churches. Remember, remember how you did that over the last 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve? Well, suddenly your leaders, your Pied Pipers, are saying, you know what, forget about everybody's health. This is not politically expedient. So you know what, all the things that we said that will save people's lives, we're dumping them so that we can win elections. And then when they win elections, they're going to reimpose the tyranny that they're currently pulling back from. All right, go to the next one for me. Ren Williams. We just passed voter ID in the House. This is why. This is from the Virginia House of Representatives. Ren Williams, the Virginia House of of Representatives uh, rep. So they're winning. See, what's happening is, of course, you had Glenn Youngkin win uh, the gubernatorial race in Virginia. And we all know Phil Murphy actually lost in New Jersey, but it wasn't for the 20,000 votes that appeared at 3 o'clock in the morning, again, for the Democrats. So they're terrified because they're seeing, we just passed voter ID in the House in Virginia. In, and by the way, they won another thing in Virginia, where they 21 to 9 to remove mask mandates, as the Democrats are jumping on board. And suddenly, why are, the, why are masks no longer important to them? Why aren't masks the lifesavers that they were not 10 minutes ago? Because they're not a politically expedient. They're no longer politi- They're not going to get them elected. So that shows you they were never in it to save anybody's lives. They were only in it to win power and to win elections. All right, let's go to the next one. Benny video. Biden says he rejects the findings of the Army investigative report. Play it for me. And things could go crazy quickly. On the subject of American citizens, I have to draw your attention to that Army report, an investigative report that's come out about the lead up to the withdrawal from Afghanistan. It it interviewed many military officials and officers who said the administration ignored the handwriting on the wall. Uh, Another described trying to get folks in the embassy ready to evacuate, encountering uh, people who are essentially in denial of, of this situation. Does any of that ring true to you? No, no, that's not what I was told. 
that you were told that the U.S. administration officials were prepared, they knew it was time to get out? No, what I was told, no one told me that, look, there was no good time to get out. But if we had not gotten out, they acknowledged that we would have had to put a hell of a lot more troops back in. It wasn't just 2,000, 4,000. We would have to significantly increase the number of troops, and we were back in this, this war of attrition. And, it, and there was no way we were ever going to unite Ukraine. I mean, excuse me, Iraq, Afghanistan. No way that was going to happen. And so this is a much wiser thing to do. I just want to clarify, are you rejecting the conclusions or the, the accounts that are in this Army report? Yes, I am. So they're not, not true? So there you go. So he, he was asked a question. This, understand his answer to the question. Why, again, Tom, what does this have to do with pulling back, back COVID, COVID mandates? Because Biden is a losing ticket. So they're all, Biden's all for masks still to this day. Saki's still uh, propagating them from, from the White House press briefings. So they all know, so they're all pulling back because they, just think about it if you're a Democrat and you're saying, Masks save lives, right? But then you see that masks won't help you be elected. So now you're going to sacrifice lives so that you get elected. It just shows you from day one, it was never about anything having to do with stopping COVID transmission ever. It was a sign of allegiance. It was a, it was a sign of subjugation to their COVID left-wing globalist orthodoxy all to get to the vaccine passport. But Biden's asked in that interview by Lester Holt, and Lester Holt is absolutely stunned and doesn't even know how to, how to respond to Biden's response. Because he asked Biden, the reports coming out of the Department of Defense are that the military was unprepared and in, in, in living in denial. And he's asked, you know, did, did you see that? And, and, and Biden says, that's not what I heard. That's not what you would hear as a president. You would know whether your military was unprepared or living in denial. That's, not, that's nothing that you would hear about. And then he goes on to his script of we had to get out. If we didn't have to get out. That's not, that was never the question. If we, don't, if we don't get out now, we'll have to send more troops. That was never the question get, proffered to Biden. It was, did you know that your military was unprepared and that the, report, the reports are saying that people were in absolute denial about what was going on? And his answer is, that's not what I was told. Told? You should know that. You're the president of the United States. Here's a pick. This is a great pick. Our enemies are laughing at us. All of these are members of the Biden administration. There, there of course, we have... Uh, oh gosh, I forgot his name. Rachel, what's her last name? I can't remember. It used to be. Or used to, I can't remember now. Was it? Levine. Yeah, Rachel Levine there from left to right. And the other two, one lives, one works in the White House, the middle works in the White House. And the other one now, he's been charged as a deputy secretary of something, the one on the far right, for taking care of nuclear waste. That, that, the guy on the right in the dress who is into some sort of puppy love thing, some weirdo sexual thing, but that's the thing. So that, this, these are all parts of the current members of the Biden administration. The guy on the right is in charge of nuclear waste. Yeah, that, that's, this is why, again, I tell you, you don't cooperate with demons by closing your channel. Tom, you know, we were doing good. You were never doing good. 
when you locked your church down and had a mask section in your church. You were never doing good when your horn player on your worship team had a hole cut in their mask playing How Great Thou Art. You were never doing good. You were never compassionate by caving to COVID. You were never compassionate. You were never right. You were never loving. You were, if anything, you were simply a bold-faced, compliant liar, and you must repent. You have to say, I was wrong. I don't care if you closed for three days or you're right now at 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, and you're still collaborating and cooperating and complying. Washington Free Beacon tweet. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo's husband exercised up to $150,000 in stock options in a China-backed artificial intelligence firm at the heart of Beijing's penetration of Silicon Valley. You're wondering why they're pulling back from all of their vaccine and all of, well, I keep saying vaccine, their COVID mandates, because none of them are pulling back from any vaccine mandates yet that I've seen, with the exception of a few. They're pulling back from their COVID mandates like masking. Notice New York's Kathy Hochul has not pulled back one ounce from the vaccine mandate. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in America's largest city without your QR-coded Mark of the Beast on your phone that you swipe going in to restaurants, bars, and movie theaters. However, again, what does this have to do? The, The Commerce Secretary entrenched with China? They have to change the narrative. All of the, look at, look at these people. A lot of you will be receiving this wonderful gift from the Biden administration over the next couple of days of your rat tests that'll be de- delivered to your house, your rapid antigen tests and your N95 mask that the government has bought 400 million of each will be delivered to your house. All of which 100% the rat test and the N95 mask were all made in China. See, this narrative, this COVID totalitarianism is not polling well right now. So they'll pull back, they'll do a whole bunch of lying, say that they didn't do what they did, and try to win elections. Do not fall for it, and every last one of them needs to be held to account. I want to know why the Commerce Secretary is so deeply entrenched with China. I'd like to know that. And many others are too. I want to know about the 75 members of Congress who hold who own Pfizer stock. I just want to know. I want to know. I'm not saying they did anything, but I want to know about it. I want to know how they profited. I want to know how they voted right before they profited. So here we go, RNC, RNC research video, Biden on inflation. Play it for me. The fact is that we're in a situation now where, uh, um, you know, you should have peace of mind. I know food prices are up and we're working to bring them down. As I said, I grew up in a family where the price at the pump went up, you filled it. And I understand. But these things are necessities. We're working to bring down prices where they're not totally what the families, in fact, uh, have. So there's notice the science should say build crack better because he's sending out crack pipes to everybody. And he said, you notice what he said about gas prices? He said that these things are needed. Gas prices exponentially going up. These things are needed. Why? Because Joe Biden is a child of Klaus Schwab. He may be a few years older than Klaus Schwab, but he is a he is a child. He was raised under Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum. Why? There's numerous videos of Joe Biden at the World Economic Forum. Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, th- their whole thing is they're going to transition. Again, I tell you, they'll get you to the vaccine passport. And yes, you'll always have to be vaccinated because that's how they'll control you. But it's really just about getting you to that QR-coded Mark of the Beast. Eventually, that will turn into the real Mark of the Beast that will be some sort of implant on your forehead or on your right hand. Probably a noticeable QR code. 
probably digital quantum dot tattoo technology that Bill Gates is currently working on, of course, along with BioNTech. Strange how that works. BioNTech, the German part of Pfizer. What the hell? Everything always happens in Germany. One of the worst COVID states in the world is one of the richest states in the world, Germany. It's funny how it always works. I don't know why. I, I can't be called a racist because everybody in Germany is white. But funny how it continues to happen in Germany everywhere. Every, every single time. It's weird, isn't it? It's just, it's just odd. I, I, I won't say why because I don't know yet. Townall.com tweet. Biden to propose biggest pay raise for federal employees in 20 years. So while, listen, while hundreds of thousands, millions really, millions of Americans lost their jobs, millions of Americans lost their jobs, and hundreds of thousands of Americans lost their businesses permanently while the Christians were loving them, causing them to lose their jobs, but loving them so much that they, you know what, it doesn't matter that you lost your job, because here at COVID Caving Church International, we have, we've opened up a food pantry to feed the very hunger that we caused. All of you that were sitting home alone, you know, sitting home with your families on quarantine day, whatever, causing people to lose your jobs in the name of Christian love somehow or another, although you will never find an applicable Bible verse ever that would actually justify the action that you took. Biden, however, was causing federal employees to get raises while everybody else was losing their jobs and losing their businesses. And by the way, that's exactly the same thing that's happened in Canada over the last 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve again see their narrative is so bad that they're having to drop mandates because they're afraid of a giant red tsunami which by the way they cannot stop because the earthquake has already happened and once the earthquake has already happened the earthquake quake is COVID totalitarianism it's already happened the red wave is coming and it's not a wave it's a tidal wave mixed with a tsunami. The Senate and the House will both fall to the Republicans. And it needs to be real Republicans. Republicans that will hold people accountable, hold the globalist left tyrants accountable for the things that they've done. Whether it's Russian, the Russia collusion hoax, the impeachment hoaxes, the COVID response hoax. Uh, gain-of-function research and how all that money went from uh, Anthony Fauci to Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Why was Bill Gates sending tens of millions of dollars to the Chinese Academy of Sciences, which funds the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and also sending ten, tens of millions of dollars directly to the Wuhan Institute of Virology? Repub There's no, we don't have time to do all these hearings. Bull crap, have the hearings. We want to know. Tim Young tweet, Cori Bush spent $200,000, Congresswoman, hyper-globalist, leftist, baby-butchering hack that she is. Cori Bush spent $200,000 on private security in 2021, but she wants to defund the police for everyone else and take your firearms. No guns for you, and then once you get victimized because you have no guns, when you call 911, it'll be some sort of counselor that shows up, probably looking like that nuclear waste guy that Biden just hired. That'll be the person that shows up to keep you from being raped. If Cori Bush has a way, while she's surrounded by personal security that she spends $200,000 on per year. Senator Ron Johnson, play it for me. The person really with the white flag is President Biden. You know, 
first, or first day or two of office, what did he do? He canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. He relaxed sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which is a clear signal to Putin that we're going to be weak. We're, we're going to let you walk all over us. You know, I continue to wonder to what extent uh, President Biden is compromised. But just about every action he has taken as president has weakened America. He opens the border. We have an unbelievable, uh, out-of-control flow of illegal immigrants, out-of-control deficit spending, 7% uh, inflation to 40-year high, the embarrassing and dangerous surrender in Afghanistan. I mean, this is weakness. I mean, this is real weakness. He is weakening America. Our enemies perceive that. They're noticing it. And they're becoming more aggressive. They're taking advantage of the situation. Russia surrounding Ukraine. China is overflying Taiwan. Uh, Iran is getting more active in Yemen. North Korea is testing new weapons. Uh, this is across the board. Uh, Back to me. There you go, Ron Johnson, one of the legitimate, actual fighters on Capitol Hill fighting for our values. All you Christians out there, let's stand together. Let's stand in freedom in Jesus' mighty name. See you later. God bless you. Lots of other churches are closing. They're done. And I'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators. You know what? You come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair. Sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never going to close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. Period. Always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise you, Lord, for this building in Jesus' mighty name. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightBlee.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightBlee.com. 
It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in.